For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yeah, sure, old-time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, David Pasternak and Andre Kasha were unfit to participate in practice last week, and the NHL announces game times for the Bruins round-robin games. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, we got a real hot one here in New England. And what better way to cool off than go visit your local skating rink? That's what I recommend. Go out, find your local rink. Hopefully they're, hopefully they're open by now. Strap on the skates and get some skating in. Get some exercise. And not, not only that, but you're cooling off as well. So get out there, visit your local rink, and do some cooling off. I always find that an ice rink is a nice way to cool off, especially if you're in a home that doesn't have any air conditioning. Okay? And just for the record, it's about 91 degrees here outside the Schmied Studios. Uh, Bruins coach Bruce Cassidy confirmed that David Pasternak and Andre Kasha were unfit to participate in last Thursday's practice. Hmm. I wonder what was what's going on. Now, we do know, based on a handful of pictures posted on various Instagram accounts and other media in recent days, uh, Pasternak and Kasha had been practicing, but not with the Bruins. Their practices in the wake of returning from their homes in the Czech Republic had been with a collection of non-NHL players, including some amateurs and some minor pros. They were practicing at the Valley Forum in Malden. Now, per guidelines, the NHL players are not permitted to skate in Phase 3 of the Return to Play protocol with anyone other than their team members. Now, this had everybody going crazy for on Friday. I mean, you know, these pictures were going out, you know, of these guys playing playing a, basically probably playing a pickup, pickup game with a bunch of other, you know, a bunch of other hockey players hockey enthusiasts, I'd like to call them, hockey enthusiasts in the Massachusetts area. So basically everybody's saying, well, they're getting in trouble for this. You know, the the phase, you know, they're in phase three, so they can't, they have to, they can't do it on their own anymore. You know, they, you know, they're not in phase two. They're in phase three. They can't practice. They can't do this. They can't do that, you know, other than with their own team. Okay. Well, on Sunday, B's general manager, Don Sweeney, cleared things up for us and said that Pasternak and Kasha were not in phase three. So we all don't have to go completely crazy over this. All right. So we were all freaking out. Um, 
when they skated with the non-NHLer, non-NHLers at the rink in Malden. They were still in phase two where players were able to trade on their own. So that clears everything up. But people were absolutely going crazy. You know, oh my God, he, they, they did something wrong. They, they, broke, they broke the rules of the, of the agreement that they had for phase three. And Don Sweeney set the record straight on Sunday saying that the Bru- they were not practicing in phase two. They were in phase three. They were, they were doing this basically on their own. Now, according to Pasternak's agent, J.P. Barry, um, Pasternak has been placed under quarantine because he did come in contact with someone who was, who is, or was COVID-19 positive. Not sure if it was, was one of the players at the rink in Malden, but Barry said that Pasternak has tested negative. So that's a good news. So basically we're good. Things seem fine with, with Pasternak and Kasha. Things are okay, but. They didn't show up for practice on thir- on Saturday, and they didn't show up for practice Monday morning. So, who knows how long this quarantine is gonna is gonna be? Maybe, hopefully, we'll see him back on the ice before the team leaves to t- in t- before the team leaves for Toronto on Friday. So, are they gonna travel with the team on Friday? You know, are Pasternak and Kasha gonna travel with the team on Friday? Are they not gonna t- travel with the team on Friday? Who knows? You know, they still got another at least a couple, at least another week before we get into actual games. Now, Cassidy doesn't believe that the that he will be without either player when the games resume in a couple of weeks. So that's fine. All right. Now we have Charlie Coyle, who was also held out of who was held out of practice on Saturday because he re- returned and include in 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 inclus- never he it, it's, it's his test was inconclusive. There we go. Got that word out. He has since tested negative and returned to practice this morning. As a matter of fact, he was the very first player on the ice this morning. He was on there before anybody getting in some shots. It was nice to see him on video out there being the first one out there. So at least we know that he's ready to go. He's he's set and got ready to go. Pasta and Kasha were still missing from today. Didn't show up at practice this morning, so you know we don't know what their status is. Maybe they'll come back tomorrow. Maybe they'll come back, you know, Wednesday, Thursday. You know, hopefully they're back before the team. Leave. They they get clearance so they can go with their team and go live in the bubble in Toronto. NHL now NHL players need three negative tests spaced out within a four within. Need to, be, need to be spaced out 48 hours apart in seven days prior to traveling to Canada. So they're traveling to Canada this week. So any positive tests after Wednesday or Thursday of this week, and they won't, and it doesn't look like they're going to hit, be there right now, but it could be, we could talk about some players being left behind. So if, you know, some players test negative this week, they're actually going to, won't be cleared and they'll be left behind until they test positive or test negative, actually, you don't want to test positive, but until they test negative and then they'll be able to join the team in, I guess, we'll be able to join the team in Toronto. So my guess is that even though they're just going to, you know, if they test negative now, they can, they still, hopefully they'll still have a chance to actually travel to Toronto, but maybe they might have to quarantine. So 
who knows what's this whole thing is a mystery right now everybody everything is is weird it's gonna you know it's it's gonna be crazy right now until we get into the bubble and then you know things might calm down a little bit but right now things are this is new to everybody this is new to everybody out there and of course we're going to hear the term unfit to participate or play this whole postseason as part of the nhl return to play plan a team is not permitted to disclose a player's injury or illness information cassidy has already used it in the pasta and kasha situation he used it on saturday when eight players didn't skate at warrior but they were all back on the ice on on monday and let's not freak out about this bruins fans let don't just don't don't freak out all right this it's it's a new term for the privacy of the players i mean tuca could have a pulled groin and they could use the term with no explanation on his injury and just say okay well tuca the reason why tuca wasn't on the ice today was because he was unfit to participate well it could be because he he injured his his groin or his knee or something like that you know same thing with a concussion you know if say bergeron had a concussion unfit to participate so we're going to be hearing that term an awful lot this postseason. So don't don't get all worried that somebody tested positive. Okay, it's going to be for it looks like it's going to be for all injuries here. But I'm glad all of this can end now. All the all of this speculation, you know, are you know what's happening with well, it's it hasn't ended yet because we have no idea what's going to have, happen to Pasternak or Kasha. We really don't. But it's still concerning in my book, considering, you know, that Pasternak skated around his teammates on Wednesday. I mean, he did play, he did skate on Wednesday. So, you know, hopefully in a week or so it checks out, with, you know, all checks out with pasta with no negative or with no positives from this and we can start the playoffs. I mean, I know he tested negative. I know he tested negative now. But who's to say it's inconclusive and he got he gets tested sometime this week and, you know, and it comes back negative. You know, then he's screwed again. You don't know that. You really don't know that. But, you know, it's it's going to be tough, you know, with this whole thing now, you know. You know, you have to worry about, you know, players getting tested. They're going to be tested every single, would I remember reading the, the whole agreement was that they're going to be tested like every day, every single day. They're going to give, be given tests and temperatures and everything else. But, you know, hopefully in a week or so, everything checks out. Pasta will come back and we now we can start the playoffs. I mean, not having our the two top wingers for camp is less than ideal. But they do have depth at the wing position and anyone could be placed on the top line with Marchand and Bergeron. I mean, I'm not really scared, you know that pasta may not even participate in like the first, like even the round, he could be out the round round robin games for all we know. Maybe in pasta's absence could give, could give somebody like Anders Bjork a chance to shine. I mean, I'm not sold on the kid yet. I mean, he hasn't really proven to me anything, but maybe it's time he got a shot on the top line. I think, you know, last year when the first line was shut down, the Bruins did have an answer in the, the, didn't have an answer in the finals. Coyle doesn't have Johansson with him, and Kasha 
and Richie didn't exactly shine, didn't exactly like stand out in the limited time we saw them on the ice in in February when they were both acquired from Anaheim. Uh, lines two and three are the biggest question marks for the bees right now. Maybe moving pasta down with Krejci is an answer. I mean, you put you put caution with them, and we got a checkmate line. I know a lot of you are probably doing checkmate. What? Huh? What do you mean checkmate? All right, not check as in C H E C K. I mean check as in C Z E C H. All right. All right, I'm going to run this, a little history lesson for you Bruins fans. Now, the Bruins had the Kraut line back in the mid-30s. All right, the Kraut line. This was made up of Milt Schmidt, Woody Dumart, and Bobby Bauer. They were originally called the Sauerkraut line, okay? Sauerkraut, German, get it? The name was shortened later to the Kraut line, and this is a reference to the German descent of three players, Okay. So you got the Kraut line. You got three Germans, three Kraut, you know, the Kraut line. Now in 2020, we have three players from the Czech Republic playing on the same line. And now we have the checkmate line. All right. It's a, it's, it's a little, it's a little fun thing. I, fun fact, I decided I throw in there for, for some of you, you know, a lot of all, all you older Bruins may, may appreciate the Kraut line reference, but we do have some game times for you. As far as the Bruins go, of course, game times and a little bit of a surprise thing thrown into the schedule. We have an exhibition game scheduled versus Columbus on July 30th at 7 p.m. No word on, I haven't really seen if there's anything out there that has a time. You know, there's no, well, there is a time, but there's nothing out there that actually has maybe a, you know, a network. Who's going to cover it? You know, is it going to be on NB, one of the networks of NBC? You know, the thing is, is it going to be televised? Now, Don Sweeney said that Tuka Rask won't play the whole exhibition game versus Columbus. And that's good news for Halak since he might see more game time in the round robin and playoff games. Tuka is getting up there in age. So is Halak. And, you know, they and Tuka may need to take a game off or two. You know, because the Bruins have the best goaltending tandem in the NHL, and you might as well play them both. I mean, you got, you know, Tuca's been playing all the playoff games since 2013. 20, when did, trying to figure things out here. You know, it's like carry the one, you know. All right. But Tuca's been playing a majority of all the playoff games. So now I think now is the time that you have another reliable backup. I mean, these guys won the, um, not the president. They they won they won the trophy for the best goaltending team. Can't can't think of it right off the top of my head right now. Oh, the Jennings Trophy. They won that. One. I think that's a, yeah the Jennings Trophy for for the top goaltending tandem. And you got those two guys. You might as well play both of them in the playoffs because you know especially with the heat. You know we don't know how cold the buildings are going to be. So basically we're we're better off you know playing both goalies at the same time. Now speaking of exhibition games. Now, the NHL, like, just threw a lot of teams, you know, like, you're going to have Toronto versus Montreal. You're going to have, you know, different, different, you're probably, I think, think in there you have Philly versus, Philly versus Pittsburgh is going to be in there. You're going to have, I believe, um, let's see, Toronto, Montreal. I think you're also going to see the Islanders. That's the one game I'm going to be interested in. 
if we're looking at exhibition games throughout the whole entire you know playoffs, um, we might see you know a really good battle between the Bru- between the Rangers and the and the Islanders. To me, that's going to be one. That's going to be a grudge match. I mean, two teams that really one of the two teams that really hate each other are actually going to be playing against each other in a in an exhibition. So, the way things are going to go here is like you're going to have you're going to have Tampa Bay versus Florida. Washington and Car- is going to play Carolina. Of course, you're going to have uh Toronto play Montreal and you're going to have Pittsburgh Pittsburgh play Philadelphia. But I'm I'm going to be I'm at, if the game is on TV, I'm going to watch that Rangers Islanders game cuz that's going to be a that's going to be a grudge match, but also you know, you take Pittsburgh and Philly. That's another one where they're going to beat the crap out of each other. I mean, these game, these are going to be physical games. These little exhibition games, they're going to be physical. You know, they will probably be physical, especially if it's a Pittsburgh and a Philly or Rangers and the Islanders. All right, I don't see Carolina and Washington as a as a big one. Tampa and Florida, maybe you might have something. You might have something there, but to team these guys up against to do an exhibition game against rivals is nuts. Now the Bruins lucked out and they got they happened to get um, Columbus, so they're they're in the clear there. And looking at the round robin schedule uh, for the Bruins, you have um, they're going to play Philadelphia on August second, three p.m. on NBC. Uh, they're going to play Tampa Bay on August 5th at 4 p.m. There's no television was announced for that. And they have Washington on August 8th. No time or television has been announced. So there you go for the round robin schedule. So it's a short little little round robin. And hopefully these three teams will get a little bit beat up after playing in their exhibition because Philly and Pittsburgh, you know that they're going to be at each other. Maybe Tampa, Phil, maybe Tampa and um, maybe Tampa and Florida might have something going on with each other. You know, that's a little bit of a rivalry, but I don't even see it happening. And the same thing with Washington, Carolina. So maybe, maybe Philly and Pittsburgh playing in a in an in an exhibition game is going to be a plus for the Bruins because. I know Pittsburgh and Philly, that that's going to be basically, even though it's an exhibition, these two teams are going to play really hard against each other. Now, NBC, NBC has a lot of sports on their networks. Not only the return of the NHL, but other sports they cover in the summer and fall. You know, they broadcast NASCAR, IndyCar, and other motorsports during the summer. That's their regular schedule. They had the, they had the Olympics that were canceled, so they can fit some... NHL games in there, but don't forget about NHL games on Sundays uh, starting in September. So hockey fans are going to have to be patient. You'll have to, you'll probably have to go searching for the games on one of NBC's networks. You know, if Sunday is a NASCAR day on NBC, you'll probably find the bees on NBCSN, USA Network, MSNBC, or CNBC, or another NBC-owned network. I think I think they also own Bravo in there too. Um, I wouldn't get too worked up about this because you'll have you'll have night games. A lot of these NASCAR races are going to be during the day or on a Saturday night. They're mostly all on Sundays, 
So I wouldn't get too worried about it. You're still going to have the weeknight games. So it'll just be the weekends where it's going to be screwed up for some of us hockey fans. Not necessarily for me because I'm a NASCAR fan. So basically I got the best, best of both worlds here. And there's no word if NBC or if Nesson will carry any of the postseason games or even the exhibition games. So we'll just have to see, you know, how things are broadcast. So the thing is, don't get too upset if you have to tune if you tune into say NBC and you see an NASCAR race on, or you see an Indy race. Okay, things have really screwed up the schedules for all sports. So NBC's gonna balance everything. So you have to be patient with NBC. And just be patient with them. The uh, NHL is gonna will broadcast all the games on a five second delay to monitor players' language. Well, you're gonna be playing playing in an empty arena. I'm pretty sure a couple a couple f bombs will circulate all around the bill. Will probably echo all around the building. Well, we have some congratulations to hand out here. Congratulations go out to Tuka Rask on being named a finalist for the Vesna Trophy. Of course, Rask won the Vesna Trophy in 2013 and 2014. And a huge congratulations, huge congratulations go out to Bruins coach Bruce Cassidy for being named a finalist of the Jack Adams Award for the Coach of the Year. Now, in other news from around the league, parts of the of Rogers Place were, were flooded early Thursday night with the Edmonton Oilers saying that, there, that the damage wouldn't affect plans to use the arena as a hub when the season resumes. Oilers Entertainment Sports spokesman Tim Shipton said the storm that also brought hail caused, caused leaks in one of the entrances and hallways and smaller leaks elsewhere. They're addressing the damage, and at this time they're confident it will not hamper the planning and preparation that they will be ready to host the the Western Conference of the return of NHL as a hub city, so that's that's a good thing. The didn't the, I think the same thing happened a couple of years ago. It happened during the summer, thank God, in Calgary a few years ago. But I think the whole arena flooded, including the floor, and maybe and I think it got up to the, like the first maybe like the first level of the. Uh, of the arena, but thankfully Calgary is going to be getting a brand new arena in a couple of years. So I don't, maybe they might have the same problems as Edmonton. If they hired the same, same group to build the place, who knows? Steven Stamkos participated in his full team practice with the Tampa Bay lightning on Saturday. This was for the first time during, this was his first time at training camp. He missed the first four days of camp with a lower body injury sustained during voluntary workouts. Sidney Crosby left midway through the second period of a Penguins scrimmage on Saturday for an undisclosed reason. So as part of the return to play plan, the team isn't permitted to disclose the injury or illness of this time. So here's another example of unfit to participate and we should all get used to it. Because that's going to be the term for the rest of the summer. You're going to hear so and so wasn't was unfit to participate, and that's it. And I think back in the '80 Olympics, I think Herb Brooks used the same not not the same not the same term, but he did say that you know players were un. I think he was like he didn't he didn't say unfit to participate, but he used some other words to describe you know injuries and stuff like that. And plus, he didn't he didn't even allow his 
his players to do any media time. He did all the media time or um, Craig Patrick did all the media time for them, for the, for the team. No players were ever, were ever interviewed or anything. He never, he kept everything a secret, which is what I like or what I liked back then. But now we're, we're in the, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, unfit to participate. Did he test negative? Did he, did, did he, or no, did he test positive? Does he have another injury? You know, what's happening? So basically that's going to be another, another, that's going to be a term we're have to get, going to have to get used to as we go on with this postseason. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. If you have a question, you can tweet me at HockeyNASCAR413. And if you're interested in a- interested in advertising on this show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Go Bruins. And go to an ice rink on a hot day like today and cool off. That's the best place for you to cool off during the summer, especially if you're a hockey fan. If you love skating, go to, an, go to your local rink to cool off. See you next week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.